Dog steps up, but Ortiz is able to spread ahead of Long Sam. Track meters on Van Dog and the Galaxy defender's back. Sam gets it to his right foot. The shot, Kevin, a piece on it, and a corner kick coming for DC United. run to this ball and this time he tests Bill Hamid. It's a good header from that young man. Certainly can now. Allison Grady. Sends this one in. Romney. It's his third time he rises up among bodies but he gets higher up and that's a good header. And another good save from Bill. And the final whistle sounds and if you're watching you're probably stunned DC United didn't get the late winner because we certainly are. I've been in this situation before, so I just kind of approached it like I do every other game. Uh, the guys and the coaching staff gave me confidence going in. This is a huge team win, you know. Uh, defense played unbelievable as a whole, even you know from up top all the way to the back. So this is definitely a team performance and a team shutout for sure. Yeah, uh, like I said earlier, you know, I don't know if it's the wind or what in here, but the ball's moving a little funny tonight. So uh, ball is definitely uh, swerving and uh, just kind of got a touch on. I had to get up quick and, and get two hands to it and be strong, and hopefully it goes out the corner. Of course, um, you know, yeah, we didn't listen to that at the beginning, you know, that happens with soccer, it's all about a, a game of runs, you know, and I think we'll look back on this at the end of the season come playoff time, this will be uh, the turnaround for us. Ethan Zubak, LA Galaxy 2, and you're listening to the Rad Squad Cast. Welcome to the Rad Squad Cast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and I'm joined by my co-host via satellite slash Skype. Uh, he's the Jason Muse to my Kevin Smith. I love the hockey jersey wow. tonight. Chris, Zero Cool Tucker. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> I'm good, sir. I'm good. How are you doing? Good, Remote man. Locations today. Yeah, he's he's uh you know wherever he is in in Long Beach right, right now. Uh, unfortunately, I'm, in, I'm, I'm guessing he's camera shy. In Cayman Islands. Yeah, I, I think you're just camera shy. He got that one look of him on the camera. He's like, fuck yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was here. Hold on. Here's the thing. Looking at yourself through a webcam is a is a great way to reevaluate a lot of food decisions you've been making lately. <laughs> I, I feel like we should um, we should like have like a donation link like the cam girls have, and then just have like people suggest us do stuff. Not that well, I know not that, not that I know anything about you know, that. Just saying. Talk us into some rough interplay. Not that I know anything about you know cam girl stuff or anything like that, but you know I just wanted to put that out there. I I couldn't even think. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. What do you mean cam girls? Is that is that well that on the internet? I've, I've read I've read on like Wikipedia somewhere. Uh, yeah, you literally repa- replaced me with a bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a dog. Very nice. Whatever. It's a dog. Yeah. Um, but be rude. So what they do is they'll have like a donation button, or like you pay, and like that's how you get them in like a private room and shit like that. Again, from my wow. research I'm, on Wikipedia. I'm trying to figure out how you know this. Wikipedia and Google okay. and other research okay. tools. Well, Anyways, what you been Google up to, man? More than Wikipedia. <laughs> what you been up to, buddy? Uh, chilling, man. Long Beach living, keeping the keep trying to keep the spirits high. I'm watching a whole lot of a lo- whole lot of Galaxy, mostly. Yeah, man. But, hey, you know, it's, it's, kids. it's been a lot easier uh, doing that these days. It's been it's it's sleeping is even better when the Galaxy are at least you know performing up to par. Right. Yeah, you're not you're not left in a bad mood uh, every other Saturday. I just realized, like, if I like, I haven't showered yet today, and I'm sitting up here. I'm sitting in in uh, the kids' bedroom. Like the old days, um, with a wife beater on, and I just realized I haven't showered, and I smell like THC coming out of my armpits. Oh, great! Out of your armpits? It just, it's like a super. It's like a, a superpower at this point. That's interesting. I guess disturbing. Disturbing. Might have a problem. Uh, apparently, on the comments that uh, people are thinking the dog's a better, uh, better looking co-host than than you are, Chris. Entirely accurate. <laughs> it's cuter, at no least. One, man. No one disagrees. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, we might, no, we might, zero we, people disagree with that statement. We might permanently replace you with the with the dog. 
if it means I can stay home, uh, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, it's Does like that you, dog it, come with the same hot takes that I got in? Yeah, yeah man. We just need to, we oh, need well, we need then. the audio, not not the not the visual. <laughs> well, the networks. That's fine. <laughs> what about you, man? How's the week been going? Uh, good, man. Good. Uh, just getting back into the flow of the the full work week, even though I'll have a half day on Friday because I have my insurance kicked in for my new job. Ha. Ew. So I'm gonna go uh <laughs> go pay my doctor visit, which I haven't done in like a year and a half. Time to start the scam. Yeah, try to say, like, ah, oh, I think I might not be able to work. Oh, my shoulder, oh, my knees. You know, you know how that works. <laughs> you just entirely break down the day after your insurance gets <laughs> Right? Well, for two months, I was like, don't get hurt, don't get hurt, don't get hurt, don't get hurt. So, you know, now that I can, uh, you know, whatever, break something, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm good. I got, I got insurance, bitch. Oh, come on, man. You're going to have Trump care. You'll be fine. Oh, yeah. You'll be fine. Whatever. It's all good. Anyways, um, <laughs> so let's let's get into some uh, some Lars news. How about that, huh? Oh, we don't have yeah, a song that's yet. Something I can I can oh. take a drink during. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That now Ben won't have his his mic smelling like whatever beer or like liquor you had. Just because you stopped drinking, just because you almost died during one Galaxy game, like that's a big deal. <laughs> Doesn't mean I have to stop drinking when you know I'm around more hey, than one Larser. Look, that I, is my constitutional right as an American, sir. Never, never said you couldn't. Just saying, the the, the mic's going to be a little less a uh, little less alcoholic, less uh, boozy. Yeah. yeah, less boozy. Oh. Now there's there's two non-drinkers in that dog in the room. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> it shouldn't be as the, big of a problem. The dog took a shot for you in, in your absence. All right, so <laughs> the first bit of Lars news we have. Um, so Pride Night's going to be in a couple weeks. Uh, Lars is going to be doing a uh, a pre-sale on some pretty pretty cool merchandise. We're going to have a Lars Pride hat. Um, those will be going up, I believe, tomorrow. As of uh-huh. time of recording, it's Tuesday, so uh, Wednesday that should be going up. Um, it's going to be a, uh, about a two week pre-sale. What it is, it's going to be a Lars hat that has like LA Riot Squad across the front, um, with like the rainbow, like scheme. Um, it's going to be $20 for the hats and we're going to be donating all the proceeds, uh, to this local uh, soccer club, the Long Beach Soccer Club, uh, the home of the Wave Runners. I like that name, by the way. Um, oh, yeah, right. Uh, LBSE is a local inclusive LGBTQ oriented uh, organization and they help individuals together regardless of race, color, sex, or sexual or- orientation. Uh, like I said, look out for our social medias tomorrow and the rest of the week. We will be doing a pre-sale. The link is going to be like on our website. It's going to be 20 bucks. And like I said, um, all, again, it's going to be all proceeds are going to be going to the, the Long Beach Soccer Club. Um, those will be the last day to get the the pre-sale is going to end June 18th, which is Sunday, Sunday, June 18th. Uh, the hats will be distributed June 24th, which is the night of the pride night, which is going to be against KC. Um, and then also we're going to be having a ticket link for pride night, $20 for t- a ticket in Lars. And then you also get the galaxy pride scarf. Uh, I know it's a little early for that, but I wanted to get that out there so people can, you know, get the link and, and buy their stuff that way they can have it. Um, we will be, this is the only run we'll be doing of these hats. They'll never be made again, again, with the, you know, exclusivity of, the, of some of the merch stuff that we've talked about earlier. Um, but please, um, it's 20 bucks. You're going to be helping a good cause. Uh, so please donate your $20 and you get a pretty sweet hat out of it. And so, it's yeah, it's dope, right? What do, you, what do you think about that? I didn't know we were doing it. Like, I didn't even know we were doing a pride hat. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Oh, and um, 40 bucks, you get all prided out. Yeah. And, and it's going to be uh, not just a black hat with you know the la riot squad with like the rainbow colors uh you can choose a different color uh brim there's like pink orange blue uh purple whatever and obviously black you can get a black one as well but you have your choice of color why did you, you say pink first i i mean i just led with it i mean it wasn't like something that i was doing on purpose okay thanks for no, don't get defensive it's okay no i'm being defensive of course i'm being defensive it's, it's, you, you call, it's you call one me of answer. the many colors that's an option oh, i was just wondering now. why oh, no. it came first all i'm saying <laughs> yeah exactly oh, <laughs> but yeah, um, but again, uh, check out our social medias. We'll have that up for you guys. Uh, please donate the twenty dollars. It's going to go to a good cause. Um, the team is actually going to be coming out to the game on the twenty fourth, so you can actually meet a bunch of them, get involved with their organization as well. And yeah, I will be getting Holy one. Holy shit! I just I just saw an image of all the hats. I'm going to post it in the comments for the Facebook Live, and I'll tweet the picture out um, so you guys can see it. But it looks it looks really fucking cool, man. It's dope, right? I, I genuinely didn't know about this until I, until you're talking about it right now. Yeah, well, good uh, good job to Luis, our our merch designer. He uh, came up with this idea, and I think it's going to come off really well. Um, so yeah, please uh, go to look out for our social medias, and and you can uh, 
pre-order the hat and twenty bucks, man. That's that's twenty bucks is cheaper than most hats you buy out today. So it's a goddamn steal. And again, all proceeds are going to be going to the Long Beach Soccer Club. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, well done. Well done. <laughs> and then so uh, next bit of Lars news, I wanted to say a huge, huge thanks to the sixty plus people who came out to the viewing party on Saturday against DC at uh and also a great uh big thank you to the folks at Great Society in Long Beach. They were great grateful and graceful wait, what did I say? Gracious? Host? That works. Yeah, works gracious, right. grace, grace gracious hosts. Yeah, you know, LB LB USD again. It's coming in coming in handy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but again, uh thank you for everyone who came out to the to the viewing party. That's probably one of our biggest ones we've had in a little bit. So that was uh was a great sight to see, even though I was uh not there because I was at a concert. I watched Smash Mouth on the weekend, by the way. What a fucking, uh, what a a weekend I had. It was really strange when you told me, like, I'm going to watch Smash Mouth live. And I I wasn't quite sure what year we were in anymore. um, Because I, but I can't imagine you ever going to see Smash Mouth. Well, it was. Let alone going to see Smash Mouth in 2017. It was uh, Smash Mouth, uh, some other, you know, new bands, uh, Sugar Ray, Spin Doctors. uh, What was the other band? Oh, Eve Six. Taking you back to middle school. Right. You haven't named anything that I would leave the house for. I haven't named a, a band who hasn't had a hit in the last 10 years. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would, Smash Mouth would have had the most recent hit, right? And that was from like the, the first Shrek movie, which came out in like 2003. Yeah, how long has that should have been? It was a cover song. Uh, yeah, J- James Powell brings up a great point in the in the chat group. We do need more wrestling references in the show, Ed. Do we? I, I really Nak- don't think so. Shinsuke Nakamura is in Money in the Bank. Uh, I think he's going to win that. Give him a shot at the uh, at, at Jinder Mahal and the heavyweight championship. This is, this is the James uh, Power right he's, now. He's, he's, he has this no is my middle finger. Um, Dolph Ziggler still uh, still jobbing out to everyone. Anyway, uh, so the, the next bit of Lars news we're going to have. Anyway, sorry, sorry. Survival <laughs> team. Um, so a little bit of Lars news for this weekend. Uh, there is no game, but we will be having a tailgate for the G two ha- match happening on Saturday. Um, we'll be getting some more of that when we talk about the G two match. Uh, but we will be having a tailgate at the Pitch and Pail, which is on the southeast corner of the of the StubHub Center. Uh, you guys can bring your beers and all that, whatever you need. We'll have like the grills going, so we'll have the hot dogs and and we're gonna have a cake because it's Cosmo's birthday or Bert Earth Day, which the Galaxy want to do because he's an alien and they do stuff like that. Yeah. But anyway, hey man, uh, come out. Um, uh, come out. <laughs> We'll be having details. Look at our social medias. We'll have like the the map and and all the details for that. But this Saturday at around five o'clock, we're gonna have a, t- a tailgate. So we'll have the hot dogs out there for you guys. Uh, so come and celebrate with us. Come and have a good time. Um, and, you know, you have another week without the G's at home. So come and uh, come and watch the the baby G's. But uh, let's get into some some Galaxy first team Galaxy news. Uh, Chris, how was the game for you? Boring, dreadfully, dreadfully boring. What do you like mean? Was, what do you mean? It it took me it took me three times to watch it before fall uh when I couldn't fall asleep anymore. Well, I felt like the first time I saw that's how I was when I saw Avatar or not Avatar fucking uh the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I had to watch that movie four times to make it to the end. Um, I I watched pieces of it first time around um against United and then I I rewatched it today. Fell asleep on the couch. It was it was <laughs> it had a, a couple good moments and you saw a few good performances from a couple of guys. I think overall everyone was was. I was hoping they would ride the high a little more, but it seemed like everyone was kind of coming down, um, maybe exhausted from uh, all the travel we've been doing. This was, you know, uh, obviously a coast to coast trip. Uh, it just seemed kind of low energy, um, a little disjointed, and we we didn't suffer for. It. We got a point out of a way to United on the East Coast, so you know, I'll take it. But it just it didn't seem like we had the same kind of emphasis and energy and, and focus that we had in the, the prior three weeks that got us to this point of potentially going undefeated on this road trip. You know, well, we went undefeated, but yeah, winning mean, out on the road trip. I legit fell asleep twice trying to watch the game. And then yeah, on, the, on the third time, I was like, okay, I can find, I, I was finally awake enough where I I watched the whole thing and I was like, oh, well, I didn't really miss anything today. Well, at, at some point, like condensed highlights are your friend. And this was a game for condensed highlights. Yeah. This is a game for regular highlights. Like the two, yeah. Give me, give me, give me the four minute highlight on, uh, man, like, on YouTube and make free for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I want to bring up a little bit thing about this game that I would I found a little troubling, but I, I want to chalk it down to to maybe just just being fatigued. 
Van Dam had a mm-hmm. really bad game uh, on Saturday. Yeah, I mean he 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 wasn't he wasn't great, and he took that yellow card that's going to keep him out for the next game. Yeah, um, which so, which so is definitely for, not a, an all star performance for unsporting behavior. Do you even know what that is? I, he cursed at someone. I'm guessing. Right. Uh, I mean, so, he probably told the ref to fuck off. Yeah. Um, what what a stupid a, way to what a stupid way to not to be suspended for the next game. And in the in the situation we're in, you know what I mean. Like with Romney starting and Diallo starting, um, we're not. I've been working on a U.S. Open Cup lineup, and we're that's yet another place we're incredibly thin at. And so to take a yellow and a, a, sus, a suspendable yellow. Uh, for what jaw jack into a ref like it's just it's it's stupid and it's it's another dumb caution that yellow's taken and we kind of just have to get i saw yellow card accumulation on twitter and that made me really happy but it's just another moment where he kind of loses his head and everyone else kind of you know has to pay for it yeah i mean it's unfortunate but you know it's going to happen at some point probably in the next like probably the houston game if he didn't get it in this game he's the man just gets yellows man he uh, unfortunately it's uh it's Costly yellows too. I I don't understand it's, what it was he got it for because it was the play where uh, DC uh, scored a goal but it was offsides and he somehow picked up yellow for it. I don't, I don't get what happened there because it was off camera. You had the the announcer say, "Oh, yellow, yellow got a yellow, 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 yellow." And I don't I, I still don't understand what he did. It just says unsporting behavior, so I'm assuming he told the referee that he's a fucking idiot or yeah. something. <laughs> he mouthed off to the wrong guy at the wrong time. Yeah, exactly. But it's that's what he does. Like that's and it's it's regular. He got he got sent off for screaming at a ref. Um, it was <laughs> yeah. five or six weeks ago when he got that red card, and they were both dives, and and he was right. They were dives, but the first one he got was for screaming at a ref because of a dive in MLS. Like that's gonna happen. You just you got to eat that and move on. He, he should know it by now. A year and a half into the league, like he should be accustomed to it. And it's, yeah, it's, or, at least, or at least weird to see him keep doing this. At least be the guy who's like, I need to keep my cool because I'm the last guy on this this back line who's going to be the team leader. Like it's me and Dave Romney. Like, come on, man, <laughs> you can't you can't keep missing games for stupid shit at a time where we're injury hit every other week. But there you go. I don't oh, know. by the way, I want I want to mention that uh, since we do have Chris on our line, we cannot take calls because. You know, we're not very good with technology here at the Rod Squad Cast Stadium. Ben's working on it though. Producer Ben's working on it. He's uh he's pretty kick ass though. And he's he's been doing great stuff over here, so you know, we'll we'll get it we'll get it worked out eventually, but so unfortunately he's, we can't take a call. The rule of podcasting producers. But please which for me is saying a lot. Please uh leave your comments on, on the, uh, you, the live video and we'll have uh, Chris or, or some or Ben uh Try to try to get them off for you guys, because I get too. I'm reading them. You let you let me know when you want one. Someone says Nakamura does not need to beat, does not need to win the Money in the Bank to take out Jinder Mahal. I entirely disagree. Ben, but we'll can, get into you, that later. Can you cut his mic after when he starts talking about wrestling? <laughs> yeah, I can. Okay, I'll, I'll give him like three seconds on wrestling, then we cut it out. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just just wanted to make sure on that. But I do, Nakamura. <laughs> I you know whenever you see a comment, dude, you know throw it at me. But um, back to the game. I wanted to see you know and. I wanted to, to reiterate that, you know, the team did look super unorganized uh, and I'm kind of just blaming the fatigue on, on how the team played uh, against DC. Just, they just seemed gassed, especially uh, towards the end of the game where uh, we'll go, we'll go into later in the game, but um, I want you, uh, what's your, what's your thoughts on, on Kempen with this first start in two years? Six saves and a clean sheet, a clean sheet for the first time in his, uh, in his career. he, Going into this game, he had given up more goals and saves he has made. That is no longer the case. Um, I thought he was he was more than capable for a number three. Uh, I would still put him at a number three. I think that that role is pretty safe. Um, you know, it was he was he was okay. He he had a couple boneheaded moments where not necessarily boneheaded, just he had a few moments where you thought that's the reason he's not a starter in this league. That's the reason he's, you know, given up as many goals as he has over time. Um, he was fine, but he was also fine in a game where our best defensive player wasn't playing very well, and that should speak more to his performance than than the score sheet or the saves that he made. Yeah, man. I mean, he made that huge, huge save in like the fiftieth minute. Um, where it was like a free kick, uh, came low. Um, he kind of, you know, butterfingered a little bit, but I mean, it was it was a pretty uh, like rocket of a shot. 
uh, bumbled mm-hmm. a little bit, and then uh, the DC United players came on the back end, but again, blocked, uh, you know, save, double save. So, you know, for a guy who has a start in two years and, and has played for for the USL sides in the last you know year and a half, two years, I mean, I, th- I thought he did it. I thought he did a very serviceable job. Yeah, it's fine. It's I mean, it's still definitely Clement Diop's job when he comes back from uh, Senegal duty, right. but he's he's on the bench. Uh, he's he's definitely going to be on the bench. It's not like Lopez is going to be staying for an extra, an extra run, but he was he was serviceable. He was he was fine in a otherwise mediocre performance from everyone else, yeah. and a and a notably bad performance from from the main defensive, uh, his main defensive help. Yeah, yeah I mean he was fine. And, and if, like if it wasn't for uh, for uh, Bill Hamid on you know saving two headers from from Romney in like a minute, we we might have actually won this game. Yeah, Hamid looked good. I thought Hamid looked looked great. Um, yeah, um, where can we get the? Because like Hamid had like a howler like the the week before, two weeks before, where like we don't get those. Yeah, we don't get those. We get we get guys who we play like the top games. Yeah. yeah, of course. We get we get, but that's that's how it's always been for us. That's yeah. how, or at least that's how it's been since what two thousand six, two thousand five. When play when teams play us, that's when they they get up. That's that's. In some cases, that's their World Cup final. You know, we said that about San Jose, and then they shot the bed, which was awesome. Um, but a, a team like United that hasn't done a great deal, like if you watch the video and listen to the commentary, um, it was repeated ad nauseum from their commentators. Um, this is a huge game for them. For, from their perspective, this is a big game. Um, for us, it's it's game four of a four-game road trip. Um, the guys are going to be happy to get a, a, a little bit of a break, at least the ones who won't be playing in the Open Cup. Yeah. They'll be happy to be home. The next the next MLS game is going to be at home. The Open Cup game is at home. For us, it's a long trip to an East Coast team. For D.C. United, it's a major game. It's a big game for them. Yeah, um, and it's, it's our, our fourth game in, in four weeks on the road. You know, these guys are, are have traveled, like I think Kevin Baxter said, like close to like, 11,000 miles in the last month like that shit's something ridiculous, ridiculous yeah that's ridiculous well someone asked uh, on the on the comments what did you think about and it ties into the united game uh, um, what did you think well, about uh, uh mention, n- mention names dude uh, alex cervantes cervantes okay i don't know i, I still struggle with jeff Lorentowitz, so <laughs> i try not to, <laughs> you can say to first do the difficult names too much or first name and then initial of their last name well alex c there you go well, um, what was the question again? I, I got distracted by radio. You here. stupid fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, what did you think about how? Uh, what did you think about Zardes' performance? Oh, Zardes was like, in the game. What do you think about he his played? Game? Yeah. He played. I didn't. I couldn't even notice him. I have no idea if he was even. No, well, he was the. It's, he was that jersey terrible. that kept running away from the ball. It's terrible, and um, you know, and Zardes just got called into the 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 Gold Cup pre- preliminary roster. <laughs> I know. I can't yeah. fucking speak. Um, what a waste of time. Why? I kind of. I kind of. I kind of feel that it's just Bruce kind of wanting to get a, a look at, you know, what's going on with Zardes or how he's, how he's, you know, if he can contribute. But, dude, he's – there's something something off with him. It's just he's slow. Every time he gets the ball, he's just slow. It's it's well, honestly, Bruce is really, really big on Jossie. Very like, big. That's and, just kind of always been the case. And he'll probably play him on the wing, which Bruce was, was ought to do when, when he was still our coach. But I don't think I don't think Jossie well, has the We talked right about now. that last week at this point. I mean, the argument is there to start Giassi on the wing. You know, at this point, you can't keep starting him in the number nine. At this point, you can't keep making him the 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 tip of the spear in your attack. It's it's not working. He has his his first touch has been off all season long. I think Gessman. I was texting with Josh Gessman this afternoon, and I think he said Giassi's uh, eight hundred and twenty three minutes scoreless. Like you can't keep starting this guy as the as the striker, um, I mean, and now got... with Gio going to be out, and you know we'll have Jossie back once he gets cut from the preliminary roster. Cause yeah. Well, even, even someone as crazy as Bruce Arena can't realistically can't even keep if he, him. even if you have Zardes as like the his role is to not score goals, just to like open up holes for for uh, you know Gio or or some of the wingers to 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 explore or exploit. He's he's not even doing that. I mean, it's the it's literally every ball that goes to him. Is where the play goes to die. It's it's simple as it's that. A, it's a it's an awful first touch. Like it doesn't matter where he takes the ball. It doesn't matter if the ball's passed directly to his feet. It doesn't matter if the uh, the ball's played in space and he's going to run onto it. 
it doesn't matter if it's a hard pass or a soft pass or a pass in the air it's or gonna, a pass it's, on the ground. It's going to go seven yards up you, in front of him when he when he. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah he, exactly. he he touches the ball with his foot, left or right, and it bounces in an opposite direction. And he looks like he's not ready for that. He looks like every time he t- and he, the, I'm assuming the confidence is there because he he keeps looking like someone who is surprised at the fact that the ball is rolling away. You and I watch the game. Everyone who's watching the game at home or who's, you know, in, in DC watching the game, you know, the moment that ball gets passed to him and he tries to take a touch, it's going to bounce three, four feet to the left or the right. Oh yeah. But he still looks confused by it. He still looks like he's expecting to control each pass and it's absolutely not happening. And it's week after week after week now. And you know, you, you, Somehow, Emma is still the first subbed off. Every we can't, can't sub some of these people off. It's, Chris, it's weird. Chris, every yeah. single time, Boateng Jossie's, is the first sub. That's the thing. Like Giassi's black. Like if it's if it's about brothers, if it's about black people, sub Giassi off. Well, I mean, I, I don't to be, know. To I don't be fair, Boateng's, Boateng's a couple Emma's shades done, darker. Why Maybe it's that's it. Got to be him. Maybe Boateng's a couple shades darker. That's that's why he's he's the first one to go. Are we, we're not oh, starting a racist fucking Anolfo, hashtag racist Anolfo right now. No, we're not hashtag doing that. Race, hashtag racist Anolfo? <laughs> Get it trending. Hashtag not always Boateng. Hashtag not my Boateng. Yeah, exactly. Bo- but even, oh, so. I was going to do so, Boateng Lives Matter, but I feel like that one might backfire. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you're cool, man. You know, you're good. That could, I mean, I feel I could get away with it, right? I think you could, yeah, exactly. Um, so we got I a think sm- that's how we, so now now we've had kind of like a small sample size of uh, of Jack McInerney. Uh, are you are you impressed with him? Like, has he has he impressed you? Like, yeah, he needs a start, or at least he needs a start over. Or I mean, I would say start him over Zardes, but what do you think? That becomes the question. Like, do I say we should start Jack McInerney, or do I think we should start Jack McInerney to ensure that Giassi doesn't get started? Right. I'm I lean towards the latter. I'm not I'm not so enamored with Jack Mack that I think he by merit of what he's done deserves to start. But at this point it's by merit of not being Giassi's artist, he deserves to start. Like Giassi needs some time on the bench, which is gonna be ironic when you ask me who I would start in the open cup. But um I think at this point you, you kinda have to bench Giassi and Jack Mack is the he appears to be the number but three now. We see this um, we're saying this every week now and it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. You're maybe right, maybe it's, it's, a, it's, it's a blessing it's, in disguise it's, if if it's right Zardes back to you goes... need to bench Jones. It's right back to you need to bench Jao Pedro. Like, yeah, we're, we're not we're not benching someone who we spent Tam on. Now, it's not going to happen. Now, do we want to do we want to hope that maybe Bruce like sees something in, in Giassi and and takes him to the Gold Cup and that way we can kind of forcibly be without Giassi up up top for a month or whatever. Um, it'd be great. Sorry, Erica just brought me a, a beer and a kiss, which was uh, hi, Erica. Tell her hi for me. Perfect timing. Ed says hi. Tell her my workout um, this morning or today. <laughs> it was like, Mom, Ed says Me- hi. Meatloaf. Um, <laughs> or for you, it'd be um, meat- yeah, I, meatless. Loaf. At this point, I would like. I mean, I, that's a thing. That's the the divided uh, loyalties. Do I want him to get called to the Gold Cup so that he stops playing for the Galaxy? Absolutely. <laughs> right? Do I think? Do I think there's a striker or a winger that? deserves to not go to the gold cup. So Giassi's artist who is not, who hasn't played well since August, uh, you know, it, it, that doesn't seem right to me. You know, it, it's, there is, there is zero justification for his on field performance to date, at least since August, which is almost a year. Remember he, he hasn't scored a goal since I think it was August 24th of last year. It's been almost a year since Giassi's artist has scored a goal. Um, there's nothing in his on-field performance that warrants him getting called up to the national team. And if he does get called up to the national team, that says more about Bruce Arena than anything else. Yeah, but we we, we know Bruce likes his guys. Like that's that's a fact that we've known for it's a forever. Sole, it's the sole reason he's in the preliminary roster. <laughs> it's why it's, it's why Arena Demarcus guy. Beasley Bruce is still being called up to the national team. You know, it's it's it's. I want to see both groups succeed, and the only way to make that happen from from based on how he's currently performing. The only way to make that happen is to bench him. Uh, he should be benched for the Galaxy, and he nothing in the last, what, 11 months, 12 months, Let's give him the benefit of the doubt for, you know, whatever, the last, you know, the beginning four months of the season or, or two months of the season where you're trying to get mm-hmm. back in the groove of it. But after game five or game six, that's when you need to start asking questions. And it's been what, like this is game nine now, game eight, 
Like he needs to start scoring goals and is not doing that. Or at least well, at least make smart runs where you can open it up for other other players to, to run into. But he's not doing well, he that is, either. He is at a point where he is a negative force on the field. It's not that he's he's he doesn't do much or like Alan Gordon, for example. Alan Gordon, for the most part of his Galaxy career, wasn't great. He had that last breakout season last year that was that was awesome and it was a great run. But Gordo didn't actively detract from the team. You know, you might pass him the ball and he may not get a pass off, but you can cross it in and he might win a header. Jossie isn't winning anything in the air. Jossie isn't controlling passes. He's not making passes and opening anything up. He's taking the most ridiculous shots you've ever seen. He is actively detracting from the team. And as long as you're actively detracting, how, I mean, how do you realistically get, what's the, what's the justification for calling you up? What's the justification for continuously starting you? No, so we're, we're trying to get him to work right. through this. Well, if he's working through it, he needs to work through it on the bench. If he's working through it or from the bench, he needs to work through it. That's the point of the second team, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. If he's, if he's working back to fitness, loan him down to G2 and let him get some minutes. Let him play the Open Cup and let him get some minutes. But please, if we can get him to stop actively hurting the team during the games, that would be, that would be great. No, Producer Ben just had a note for me because every time he points to another camera that's going to be on, I kind of do like the news anchor where I turn it that way and then I turn the other way when the other camera's going on. So I guess I just got to get used to that where I just stand still in one spot and not be like, this and further news. Anyways, but to, 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 to close out the, the, the G's uh, versus uh, DC United, um, they did have a little late, uh, a little late heroics from Ashley Big Dick Cole with that br- the brilliant save in like the 93rd minute. That was amazing. Dude, he's he's been he's been saving her ass a couple times this year already. That was amazing. Yeah, I mean, and Kimpin was lost. Kimpin was absolutely lost in that. He he didn't stand a shot. Um, well, again, I just I just wanted, it, it was a great moment. That's the reason you that's the reason you have him. Yeah, and then that's why he's here. Uh, again, I mean, you just saw and if like the the extra time, the, the you know the added time in in the second half, you can tell that the guys were absolutely gassed, especially that last mm-hmm. corner kick, where they played it short and no one. No one ran to the, get the second man or to cover the second man, and they were just yeah. like, "Whatever, we'll just let you guys come in and, and almost score a goal." One place we were we were good during the game um, was uh, in the air. Uh, aerial battles we won twenty three to fifteen. Uh, that's what you get when you have uh, Von Dom and uh, Dave Romney on Romney, the field. Romney is is really good in the air, man. As you've seen with like the you know the the corner kicks. He scored almost twice in, in a minute, and, and you know defending, he's he's really good in the air, actually. Yeah, and we had nine corners to their six. Like we we had the opportunities in the air, set pieces. As long as Romney and, and Von Dom are in, it's, you know, that's something we're going to be dangerous in. If ever you have a setup where, you know, you have and Diallo, Diallo's not a small, he's not a small boy. Like he's he's a big kid. Yeah, he's a big kid. Um, you have those those four or those three guys. Uh, you also have Steris, who's Don't a big forget. guy. You know, hopefully we see him back soon. Don't forget Rafa Garcia, a big man. Guy. Um, you know, in the air, we were doing pretty well. It was just everywhere else in the field, we we kind of struggled a little bit. But we got out with a point, and, and you know, what can you – it's tough to complain on the road with a point, you yeah. know. Ten points out of 12, man. I I would have – I wouldn't even imagine we'd get that many if it, you told me – if you asked me. In the Ten point. points out of 12, 12 in a row. Like 12 we've, – we've amassed 12 points since – Jermaine Jones went went down hurt. Yeah, six games unbeaten. I mean, that's that's crazy. Which is because he's going to start against Houston. Like, he's going to start against Houston. Yeah, that's what probably. That's what's disappointing. But um, you know, there's nothing you can do about that. Uh, one last point to the DC yeah, game. Final uh, Eric Lopez, uh, G two keeper, and would be fourth in line basically in our keeping order, keeping keeping uh, packing order. Brian Rowe, Clement Ooh. Diop. Uh, John Sned- Kempen, and then Eric there. Lopez now uh, making his his first team, I guess not debut, but his first cap. He was on the bench. Good for him. Yeah, good for him, man. Uh, you know he's good he's, experience. He's definitely definitely one for the future. Yeah, good experience. Good good experience. So, any last thoughts on this game, dude? Before we uh, move on. Uh, really quick, I thought it was interesting, and I know it's because uh, our boy Hugo Ariano was serving his own yellow card suspension. Um, for G2, we didn't dress a center back uh, for the bench, like at all. It was it was Von Dom Romney. If either one of those guys went down, we had to play three in the back. Um, it's 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 thin times, and it's it's one of the things that makes yellows yellow card 
worse. Um, because Hugo is Hugo is back next week uh, for G2. And I'm assuming he's at least making the bench at this point because Theris is still out and Romney is starting center back. Um, I even, I you have even... to play Cole, so we have to figure out some way where we're going to play four defenders. We're not just going to play three three center backs. So it's 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 thin, rough going, but I, I found that interesting that we didn't dress a center back. All right, and and speaking of uh, of a little uh, G two maybe uh, calls up to the to the Galaxy first team, uh, let's uh, talk about our next home game, which is uh, the Open Cup versus Orange County SC. Uh, the game's going to be on Wednesday, June fourteenth at seven thirty at the Track and Field Stadium. Um, OC is thirteen in, in the West in USL, and they're currently on a three game losing streak in the league. Uh, OC, OC recent uh, reluctantly beat Eric Ronaldo's LA Wolves, who were were really the better team. And uh, and they, you know what's weird? They have former Galaxy player Paulo Cardozo. Wow, well, I mean that guy has fallen. <laughs> he looked really good actually, which is which is funny. He's not. He was never bad. I I thought when he did play, um, what did we draft him in? He was here for the black and gold jersey season. So what, twenty twelve? Um, it's weird. That's how I break it up. But uh, we end up trading him for David Junior Lopes. Um. As random galaxy facts that are in my head, uh, he wasn't. He was never bad. He was just undersized and, and seemed to get beat up a lot in in the uh, in MLS. Compare presumably compared to you know whatever dog shit league he's in now. Um, <laughs> it's like but, the it's know, like the kid. National Pro Soccer League or whatever the fourth or fifth. Tier oh, he's in is. the NPSL. Yeah, something like that. Whatever, whatever, like the fourth division is that the LA Wolves play in. Right on. Oh, to answer Fernando V really quickly, Gio is playing uh, wherever he's playing because he scored four goals in five games. Oh, that's, I see. That's what was, a simple, what was the you, simple answer. You got you to say the question. Well, he, he asked, he said, why the hell is Gio playing in the mid? That's not his position. Yeah. He scored four goals in five games. Like, keep him there. He's He's been useful for four weeks in a row. By let's, the way, let's, let's not mess with him right now and just let it keep going. By the way, every anyone who's listening or watching, uh, please go and like, and then please share the video so that we can get more viewers and stuff. So we can get more. Hey, we finally people. remember to do that during this. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so please like and share. Um, thanks to producer Ben for reminding me right now. Um, so th- the game is going to be on Wednesday the fourteenth. I definitely see maybe uh, you know, an Ariano starting in that game perhaps. Maybe alongside uh, Yella because he's not going to be playing in the game against Houston. So that's what um, I was figuring. So let's, you know, I think you've you've been talking about you were you were trying to do a lineup. Um, do you have one set or or you know what what's going on? I I have I have inklings of a lineup. So I, I have a couple pieces that I'm I'm still trying to work out. Um, I between Ed and myself, I am the the one who obsesses about lineups yeah. and was potential really? formations and and who is I do a depth chart every year. Uh, to figure out, you know, who is where on the death chart and how far down is this goalie or how far down is that defender. Um, so do you want to go through it? I think let's go through it. Goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think in the in the back, Snedden. I mean, I, I mean, maybe Kimpin, but I, I I'm think, not sure. I risk him. I, no, uh, I, because Lord forbid he goes down in a in an open cup game. I mean, fuck, what a horrible situation that'd be. Is that not um, is that not so a, I, a perfect time to play ahead, to start Lopez in a game? Um, uh, I don't know. That's the thing. If, it's, if it's a real talk. If he's your fourth string between, keeper. Yeah, it's a real talk. Well, Snatted and Lopez still seem like a toss up. It seems like we haven't really set on who's the number one keeper because so far in their season, Rose played in G2, um, Diop's played in G2, Kempen's played in G2, Snatted's played in G2, and Lopez has played in G2. So we don't really have a set Galaxy 2 keeper yet because, at least at the keeper position, it's actually been rotated. Uh, you know, creating that um, w- w- the competition for goalie that that Curtin uh, <laughs> Olfo said he wanted to create. Yeah, it, it's actually taken place in G two with the goalies, mostly because of the injuries. Um, but if if I'm if I'm picking, I really want to win the Open Cup, so I I, I guess you give it to Kimpin. Um, I mean, just to give know, him more games because if you're going to keep him as as your starting keeper, because I mean, who knows how long? Uh, how long is uh, is is Diop going to be over in in Senegal? Well, D- Diop should only be gone for another week, I believe. Okay. Uh, I don't. He's not gone for like African Cup of Nations or anything. Well, then I mean, then uh, might as well keep Kempen in there. Oh man! More importantly, Shinsuke Nakamura main event at SmackDown oh, tonight. Um, but maybe yeah, they'll keep Kempen in and and keep um 
I, I, I say start Kempen, keep it rolling. I, I, I pray he doesn't get hurt. It, it, obviously, you can't say, you know, he's not going to get hurt. He's going to be fine. We have been hit by an injury bug this year, but Kempen is the best available keeper right now. And, and at least on the back line and keepers, you can, you can play pretty regularly. Uh, get him in, give him a shot, let him see what he can do. At left back, it would probably be uh, Nathan Smith. Play Nathan Smith at left back. Uh, Von Dom, if he's not going to be uh, suspended. No, he's not. You got to uh, you got to play a JVD in there. Hugo, it will either be Hugo Ariano or um, what is it? Uh, shit, what's that guy's name? Uh, Cassiano, um, Robert Cassiano, son of the G two. Oh, I yeah. would imagine between the two, you play Hugo. I'd imagine you're playing um, Ariano as as your as yeah. next to next to JVD. And so, really quick to clear it up, uh, a couple years ago, Galaxy first team and uh, MLS teams USL affiliates were allowed to compete in the US Open Cup. That rule's been changed, so any USL affiliated uh, teams can't enter into the uh, US Open Cup anymore. So there, it's all the Open Cup is treated as one big club. So we would be allowed to use our Galaxy two players on the Galaxy first team for the Open Cup, which is where we're hoping you know Kempen makes it. Um, Hugo Ariano makes it or Robert Cassiano makes it. Um, but I play either Von Dom. I play Von Dom and, and Hugo Ariano. Uh, I guess it's got to be Diallo at right back. Uh, center mid, I, I would go. I would actually rest Jao Pedro. I would give it to. Um, Cova Rubius. With the, I would give it to Cova Rubius. Um, I would give it to Cova Rubius and, and Garcia. On the wings is where I kind of get dicey. Uh, Bradford Jamison probably. I played Bradford Jamison out out wide. So you're you're planning and, on playing like an almost complete G two team. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. You know, when it comes to the Open Cup, I would rather play more of a hybrid between the two. Um, but given the injuries, we're not in a position where we can lose someone for a fourth round U.S. Open Cup game. And we're at a point where the open the Open Cup game is not as important as keeping all those people healthy. Um, so I mean, not not a complete one. I would still play Garcia. I would call up Cobra Rubius. Uh, Bradford Jamison is technically on the first team. Um, maybe you go Rio Fuji for left wing, but Oof. I mean that's still a tough sell. If you, but that's, if you're gonna play Rio Fuji, play Jose Villarreal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like play Villarreal and and cross your fingers and pray pray he gets through it. And then I start. Uh, I would honestly start Giassi's artist and Jack McInerney up top. Uh, McInerney needs the minutes to get him back up to speed, and Giassi needs competitive minutes that aren't actively hurting the first team in the league. And if he goes up against a USL talent in the Open Cup and bangs in, you know, two, two or fucking Lord forbid, three goals, maybe that gets his confidence going. Maybe that gets some of these juices flowing, and we can we can get him back to, you know, where he used to be. You honest? I don't I don't see the I don't see him starting Zardes though. I agree. I don't think he will. Well, yeah. Zardes should be gone now, right? He's with the preliminary. Oh yeah, yeah. So he should be gone, right? And then, uh, so that brings an so issue point be to to McInerney and, and Jack McBean. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, that's that's a Gold Cup. So he should. I don't know if he's gone two. quite yet. Yeah, you're right. Well, no, they're they're gone for for friendlies, right? No, not yet. I don't know. I paid I paid no attention to U.S. soccer this week. <laughs> Qualifiers are, are happening, and Gold Cup is going to happen in like a couple weeks. Okay. Well, if he's there, play him. If he's not, you know, don't. <laughs> uh, the the wonderful analysis of of Chris Yokel Tucker. You know, I'm here. I'm here to help all of you. Uh, you know, with with the insights to pretty up your galaxy world. And this is a pretty interesting. Uh, this is gonna be like the first iteration of like the LA Galaxy LAFC rivalry because uh, OC, which is is the, the best is, part is that is at least the third time you said that. Okay. Well, I'm reiterating it, bitch. <laughs> but I, I want to. I'm saying it because you're gonna have people from LAFC come out to this game. It's gonna happen, and that's why I want people to 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 like. This is like my call to arms: show up, buy tickets. They're like ten dollars if you're if you're a season ticket holder, uh, twenty bucks if if you're not. And it's gonna be a track and field, so they usually don't they they usually don't charge for parking. Don't quote me on that. Um, We'll find out, and I'll let you know. Yeah, but come on, this is gonna. This is you know, it's a comp, cup competition. It's four games. If you win, if you win these four games, you get a, a you know the the CCL spot, and you know you get uh you get bragging rights, uh, allocation. bragging rights, allocation money, and then this is like 
you know, this is bragging rights over the first LAFC LA Galaxy, you know, rivalry match. So come well, out. Well, I, I was talking to a, a Galaxy fan today about the Open Cup, and we were we were talking about Seattle's run a few years ago where they won, you know, four trophies in five years or four trophies in six years, or whatever. And they asked, they said, well, why, you know, why was Seattle so successful in the Open Cup? And the answer is simple. They wanted to win it. If you want to win the Open Cup, you can win the Open Cup. It's that, ser- it's that simple. It's not, it's not this big, complicated thing. You know, it's, it's, and that's, an, that's another thing for Kurt. Seeing the team Kurt puts out will, um, for me anyway, will help identify how he separates himself from Bruce Arena. If he puts out the best team available that he has to actively try and win this, this championship, it will, I'm going to support him a little bit more because that's something I've wanted to win. I've wanted to win the Open Cup for a while. We haven't won it in a long time. Um, and if he goes out and puts out the best team he can, you know, in respect to the injuries and the suspensions, that will go a long way for me. It, it'll be nice to, to go into our first round and not see an entirely reserved team. Right on. All right, so we got about 10, 15 minutes left in the show. Um, let's go into the G2, like, really quick. Um, so there were seven changes from the last week's game. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, score, obviously, Seattle wins 3-0. Um, you have seven changes from the lineup last week. There was only four subs on the bench, which I mean, that's that's fucking bare bones. If, like, you're talking about the, the first team's bare bones, the Galaxy 2 has been bare bones since uh, they took like five of the G2 players with them to DC United. Um, all three goals were scored in a span of like 13 minutes from like the 60th to the 63rd, uh, 73rd minute. Possession, you can tell obviously Seattle uh, was dominating this game. 62.2% of the possession for Seattle. The shot ratio, the, the Galaxy had one shot compared to Seattle's 11. And then shots on goal was, they had, uh, the G's one shot was on goal, and then they had, uh, Seattle had five shots on goal, and then obviously three of them that they scored. Uh, next opponent is going to be Colorado Springs switchbacks. Doesn't that sound like what your mom would like beat you with when you were bad as a kid? It's, I've thought that sounds like a gay bar in Denver. The switchbacks? Yeah, oh yeah. That's, I would walk in there. Or like, at least like a bathhouse? I'm in, yeah. Either way, <laughs> it sounds, it sounds... Uh, LGBTQ friendly, whatever it is. I don't know what it could be. A, it could be a, a tennis club. That's fine. It just sounds LGBTQ friendly. Yeah, I would feel safe going there. Or a se- as my girlfriend is saying, it sounds like a sex move. Oh, Col- it does. You know, tonight's like gonna be fun. Like a really, I'm doing me a Colorado switchback. Oh fuck! <laughs> I I don't even want to imagine what that could be. It's, well, it's, when you, it's when you start. It's like doing a Carolina Railhawk, but backwards. But backwards, right, right. <laughs> you spin her over, do a Jacksonville Armada. Why? Do, why does American soccer Makes, team sound like sound sex like moves? moves. <laughs> we we got to do like a segment of like, what would be an American team name that sounds more most like a sex act. Anyways, oh, oh. Uh, so that so the home game's well, gonna that's, that's, no, that's what I want in the comments by the end of the, by the end of the show. Yeah, and we're gonna read out the best U.S. U.S. soccer t- club team. Yeah, that, that sounds name, like, like a sex, sex act. Move. Yeah, let's see, let's see those in the comments, and we'll, we'll read some of those out later. Um, but the game's gonna be at home at seven thirty at Track and Field Stadium. It's gonna like I said, it's gonna be Cosmo's birthday celebration, whatever they're doing. Uh, again, we're gonna be doing our tailgate pitch and pail. It's gonna be the southeast corner of the sta- of the StubHub Center. Uh, like where the ticket entrance is, like the closest one next nearest the Riot Squad. Enter there. We're gonna have the girls going, the music going. Uh, bring your beer, bring your liquor, whatever you're gonna, you know, what do you have? Uh, but we'll have the free That's hot dogs for you guys. Wednesday, right? What was that? This upcoming Wednesday, correct? No, no, no. This is for this is Saturday. This Saturday. We're not like tomorrow. Or tomorrow, the U.S. Open Cup games on Saturday. No, dude, we moved on from that. We're on fucking Seattle. The, the open. God damn oh, it, run G two. Sorry, sorry, I'm drinking. Jesus Christ! Every week, every week now. Honest. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking about. Honestly, I'm thinking about U.S. Soccer sex moves right now. Oh God! See, so you're distracting yourself, bud. Uh, no, this Saturday at 7:30 p.m. The tailgate's going to start around five o'clock. Uh, so come around then. Uh, no, no, you know, entrance. No, I think parking's going to be free. Uh, game tickets are like ten bucks. So you know, go buy your tickets. Or if you know, you know, season ticket holder who's not going to go, you know, get their ticket off of them because you know we. As supporters get you know free tickets to G two, um, we'll have like I said hot dogs. Bring your beer, and um, we should have a cake for Cosmo. So come back, come by and have cake and hot dogs. You know, typical typical nice. tailgate food. 
You know also, you if you're listening, if you're listening live right now, stop, hit share, or hit retweet, and go post this on your various socials and, and make Ed happy. Yeah, do us do us a favor. Be cool. Don't be a jerk. Also, Ed, I got one for you. Ready? Yeah. Dayton Dutch Lions. Oh man, that sounds dirty. Doesn't that sound naughty? That sounds like that sounds like it involves like food or something. Dirty, but new and exciting. <laughs> that, that is awesome. Exactly. All right, so to to finish out the G two uh, game our uh, update, uh, L A is second to the last in the West with eight points. Colorado is fourth in the West with seventeen points. So uh, this might mm. not be the, the prettiest game, but hopefully uh, we can get at least a point out of it. But again, the, yeah. you know, I mean, we've been told that you know, it's not about wins. They're learning. Yeah, they're they're kids. The lineup was strange. Like Zico Bailey, who is a center midfielder, played left back. Um, uh, Tyler Turner was nowhere to be seen. Uh, Hugo Ariano, obviously, out through yellow card accumulation. Uh, Cova Rubius didn't have the best game imaginable. imaginable. Um, but I did like, I still like uh, Adrian Vera and Rio Fuji. And uh, obviously, our, my, our boys, Ethan Zubak and Justin Dillon. Not the best game from anyone in the, in the, in the team. But um, you know, it, yeah, chemistry I mean, is the whole. Point as as much as as they're telling us not to be worried about results and stuff, I mean, come on, man, it's it's getting pretty bad. Two seven and two, right? Yeah. Well, I did learn. I learned much, something from much, that game. How much development? Uh, something I've been wondering. How much with, development with, are kids uh, going to get? Diop gone and Rowe out injured. I was wondering who is the who is going to be the goalie who backs up uh, Snedden. Who's the next goalie in line in the organization? I couldn't get an answer for this for the long, like a ridiculous amount of time. Uh, I tweeted the galaxy. I, I tried to do my best to find out. No one wanted to give me an answer. Apparently, it's a young man named, I'm going to say, Alan Hernandez, uh, Elaine, A L A I N Hernandez. Um, so now we know who's, Alain. you know, and again, no, I have no idea. What? No, I have no idea. Nope. No one cares about this. Yeah. Nobody cares about this but me. But that's the next, uh, after Eric Lopez and, and Snedden, the next in line would be Alan Hernandez, presumably from, you know, a U16 or U18. Yeah, I'd have to imagine he's from, like, the U18s. That was my last little bit right. about the G2. Oh, also, it's uh, Ethan God Zubak's one-year anniversary. Wait, go ahead. Doing work, son. It's Ethan Zubak's one-year anniversary with his girlfriend. Uh, he posted that congrats, on Twitter. Congrats, Ethan. Yeah, you're my boy. All right, so now uh, we're going to go into a lightning round with uh, producer Ben. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it still sounds like still lasers. lasers. I don't know what the fuck. Still lasers. Still lasers. Yeah, still All right. lasers. All right, cool. Lasers, it is. All right, the first... Hey, Ben. Hey, how you doing, Zero? I miss you, buddy. Uh, you know, we miss you, too. The, the studio smells way nicer with a dog in here. <laughs> yeah. And that dog's been in my garage for, like, six months. So... All right. <laughs> Children aren't young enough for that. Yes. All right. So with Kempen causing keeper controversy by keeping clean sheets. Come on, man. With alliteration. I had to, man. That's nice. I, I like it. No, fuck it. That sounds like <laughs> it's comic book shit. Um. So you talked about. You said that it was. Um. Who, whose starting job is it to lose? Now with Kempen playing as well as he is. The ops. It's still the ops. So? Like it's it's that's just the way it is. I disagree. It was the it might have been it might have been just before. You're supposed to be asking us questions, not giving your opinion. <laughs> oh, that's not uh, the so question. Sorry. No, that is the question. All right, well, <laughs> what do you think, Ed? Um, I still think it's a it, it's Diop is 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 going to be our backup. I don't I don't see Kempen uh, taking that job. Not not at least this year. Is that just because he's Kurt's guy? Because Diop's Kurt's guy. Um, probably. I mean, but who, Kempen, who knows? Kempen was strong. We should have lost that game. We no, really no, I, I agree. I think Kevin had a good game. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, but I still think that Diop is going to be is going to be your number two. You, so you don't ride the hot hand at all. You just you go straight back to Diop. Yeah, I mean, you too, Tucker. Is it is it the hot hand <laughs> for his like, ninety his first it? ninety minutes Dude, in two on. years? We, it was a clean sheet. How long has it been since we had a clean sheet? Since the last it's, time we drew I'll zero give you zero, that. it's been it's been a minute. But <laughs> yeah, five games ago. Uh, well, it hasn't been a minute. It was what Philadelphia. Um, yeah. but it was DC United. Like if he kept a clean sheet with us having suspensions and injuries, 
against Toronto, then I say, okay, we have a keeper controversy. Or, now, or maybe someone, that's, someone that's in the top three of any of the divisions. Okay, so, so, yeah, so but it's, Kempen's going to get a game in one of these next two games. He's going to get probably the Open Cup game. He's probably going to get the Open Cup game. All right, if he, play, he, if he plays well in the Open Cup game, which is before the Houston game, what then? Uh, I mean, it's going to be. And, te- I would say it depends on on how they look in training, but maybe, maybe an awful rides with with the hot hand, like you like you say. But I still think that uh, that Diop's going to be going to be the starting keeper after he comes back. John Kempen could. Do you remember what what World Cup was that against Germany where Tim Howard went crazy? I don't know against Germany. You're talking about Belgium. in Germany. In the World Cup, yeah, Tim yeah. Howard went nuts against and saved like sixteen oh, saves. Yeah. Or something. That was, yeah, that was you the mean Belgium the last game. World Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Kempen can Dude, your brain's John Kempen fried can have the that weed, kind man. of performance in the Open <laughs> Cup, and it won't matter. That is Clement Diop's job. Right. When he comes back, he will be taking that job back. No, I agree. Like, that's just the way it is. It sucks, but it, and it shouldn't be if Kempen is is playing well because I've never really thought Diop has regularly played all that well. Um, but even if Kimpin has an outstanding performance, it's an outstanding performance against USL talent, and he hasn't shown regularly, even at the USL, that he can do that. Um, so I, I would have to imagine it's going to be Diop until he loses the job. All right, let's hear the next question. Okay, so with Gio likely gone for June with Mexico, I want you guys to rank the uh, the, the forward pool from one to six. Go ahead, Tucker. <laughs> Tucker. Do we have six? Six. Oh, my. One to six, yeah, all the way, six. all the way down to six. God, he doesn't know anything about the, all, the, including G uh, two, including G two. Yeah, yeah. Let's make this quick because we're running out of time. Including G two, it's got to be uh, with and, and Geo's gone. McInerney, Giassi, uh, Jack McBean, Lassiter, Villarreal, um, Zubac, and Justin Dillon. I give you seven. Or no, no. Is that is that what you think the the depth chart is? Or I'm talking about your favorites. Who do you think? That's is the Galaxy the best? depth chart. Mine yeah, no, no. Yeah. What Mine is your, Yeah. Go, what is the Tucker uh, depth chart? I go chart? McInerney, McBean, um, Lassiter, Justin Dillon, somewhere uh, at the top. Justin Dillon. No, Ethan Zubak and Justin Dillon, and then Via. I wouldn't even. I I wouldn't contemplate Via Real at this point. Not good at. All right. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll throw I'll throw Jack. I, you know what? I'd put Jack McBean right now because I think he's still the better uh, number nine for this team. Uh, Jack McInerney. I would put Lasseter after him. I would go Zubac, Dylan, Villarreal, and then Zardes. No, sorry, Zardes and Villarreal. Sardis and Virio. Tucker, you totally forgot Zardis. Oh, wait, Justin Justin Dillon just liked one of my tweets. So Justin Dillon's top of that list. <laughs> there you go. Until further notice. All right, let's go to the no, next one. Unless he's, wa- unless he's watching live, he, he doesn't get on yeah, the, yeah. He, he doesn't make the top of the list until he's watching live. You got you to make him watch live, then, then, then he makes the top of the list. Well, here, I'll, I'll send him a link right now. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go to the next right, question. We, we got like two minutes left, so we're, we're skipping to the last question. So OCFC is coming, and Ed, I expect you on a horse like Paul Revere yelling, the bitches are coming, the bitches are coming, the bitches are coming. How seriously is the coaching staff and the front office taking this game? Are they going to treat it like an open cup I've game, or are they going to treat it like, like the fans are going to treat it? That's the thing. This is going to be the first time we see Carter Nofo coach the Galaxy in an open cup uh, setting. Are, are you gonna ride the horse saying the bitches are coming? I'm. I'm yeah. More okay, like cool. I'm gonna ride like a motorized scooter. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I. I honestly think that I think Onofo takes it very seriously because this is his easiest chance to win a cup and to like prove people like that his hiring was worth it. You know. So I think I think he takes it seriously, somewhat. I think he gives his guys his guys uh, rest. So I think he he'll do a mixture of, of G two guys and, and and starting guys and starting eleven first teamers. All right, Tucker, can you imagine Ed on a horse yelling, "The bitches are coming"? Can I imagine it? I have a, a full length uh, painting on my wall. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I look at it before I go to bed at night. It would it um, would probably be more of like a like a mini a horse hammock. though. It's on velvet, right? Can it can it be more like a mini horse? <laughs> like a little like a little Sebastian? There's a comment. There's a comment in the chat that says Ed's going to ride a tricycle. <laughs> And I'm like, come play with us forever and ever. <laughs> so, Tucker, how seriously are they taking the game, the front office and the uh, coaching staff? I, I think riding the momentum, Kurt's going to take it very seriously. I think the it, what worries me is the injuries and the suspensions. 
and how he kind of has to manage minutes for some of these guys. Like you look at, you look at uh, the minutes Ashley Cole has played this season, Nathan Smith. I don't think playing Nathan Smith means you don't care about it. I just, I don't think you have an option, but to rest Ashley Cole for that game. Um, I, I believe he wants to win it. I do think he he's different than Bruce in that mentality. Um, I'm just worried how the man management's really going to work out, but I think he wants it. Yep. Excellent. All right. All right. Laser us out. I agree. Laser out of the lightning round. All right. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ed the Zombie 13. Chris, where they can find you? You can, uh, you can find me at zero cool one three eight on PSN, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, over. And then you can find us on Twitter at Riot Squadcast. If you guys want to send us an email, you can send it to riotsquadcast at gmail.com. Also, guys, if you want to leave us a voicemail, where can they uh, leave that, Chris? They can leave it at 562-641-LARS. That's 562-641-5277. And then you can find Producer Band at DT Radio Band on Twitter. Also, if you're watching this on Facebook, you know where our Facebook page is. But please, if you haven't, uh, go to facebook.com slash riotspodcast or just go to Facebook, search riotspodcast. Um... Like the page, share or share the pages, the the posts, share, retweet our Twitter stuff. Uh, please help us out, you know, get the word out, uh, get us more visibility. You can also do that by going to uh, iTunes and then giving us a five star review, uh, good or bad, whatever. Just give us five stars. That that'll help us out. Um, yeah. So, all right. we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Shinsuke Nakamura for WWE. Mute him. Camp. Mute him. Nakamura.